I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining me. Blessings upon blessings to you. Um, I had an incredible weekend this past weekend. I went to um, a retreat, a plant medicine retreat, where for the first time going into this process, I didn't have an intention or need to heal a specific event or specific trauma Um, because I went in April earlier this year and the healing was so complete. It was the last bit of, oh, of healing that I was searching for my entire life. And I don't think I've talked about it on a podcast, but it was so beautiful because usually there are more women, I think uh, in general at these events because men are slowly catching up to the healing process. So usually when I go to these um, ceremonies, there are more women. But last time when I went in April, my intention was to heal the mother wound because of so much confusion um, for so long on so much (laughs) to be specific. And there ended up being all these men there, more men. It was like 10 men They're powerful men, strong men, captains of fire departments and attorneys and exec international executives and guys, just guys, doesn't matter. But I mean, they were all there and they held me and I was able to heal, truly heal all the shame that I've been carrying. I needed these men to say all the dirtiness and, and all the sickness that I have experienced. It was okay. And that helped me see that I actually went through that process and took that process to come on the other side to help people heal. And truly, I would not trade that for anything. I would not go, I would not want to go through what I've gone through again, but I would not trade going through it for anything to be on this side to help people heal. However, this journey, I was really like, what is my intention going into this? And, and clearly on Friday, it was, um, to step into the fullness of me to really I've had premonitions and, and knowings of who I was since I was four as, as early of my memory that I started getting these visions. I've had these premonitions of who I was and my entire life has been one unusual, bizarre <laughs> journey and story. Um, I have friends that say <laughs> I've never hear such crazy stories that things that continually happen, not in the past, but like we'll be doing stuff and things happen in my life. And that's neither here nor there. But my point is I needed for myself to know who I was, what's the fullness of me so I can step in and be the highest service um, to myself and to this world um, that I'm called to be, that I want to live in and and serve and and offer love and, and support and truth, beauty and goodness to every single person that I encounter, whether it's in the professional world, 
personal world, uh, in any context, anywhere, I want to provide content that liberates the soul, heals the soul, and illuminates the soul in the divine beauty, truth, and goodness that it was intended to fulfill. Not my image, but its image, your image, our image together. And so I had this incredible experience, and and there was this moment that I'm going to share specifically. There was this moment I had such an incredible, I, I literally had the best time of my life, best experience of my life, the greatest experience of my life this past weekend. And it was incredible and so healing. Even though I didn't know, you know, it wasn't a healing of the negative. It was like healing for like the positive and like expansion and in stepping into. And as amazing as everything was and all these beautiful people and souls together, and we were co-creating this incredible time. There was this moment on the second um, night where I started to go into um, remembering this very specific scene when I was 12 years old. And when I was 12 years old, my mom um, had was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. And so if you know what that is, you know what it is. And if you don't, I actually don't know how to describe it other than she broke and she couldn't get out of bed. And I remember this one specific moment. Now the chaos and confusion of my home broke her, but she broke and this does not excuse her in any way, shape or form in this memory that I'm going down into in this moment. I remember being 12 years old, standing under the door jam of her bedroom door, uh, looking at her crying and screaming I don't know where my younger brother was and I don't know where my dad was, but I looked at that whole scene and looking at it, reconnected with how I truly felt in that moment. And I, I had never given myself permission to say what I felt in that moment, which was, I was afraid. I would, I truly, as, as simple as that sounds, I could not say I was afraid, even though I've always been afraid up until my healing journey. Always. I was a little scared boy in a big body. <laughs> but in that moment, in that memory, I was afraid, but I never acknowledged it to myself ever. Not one time acknowledged it to myself. And it was so surreal because I was processing that, yes, I was afraid, observing that I had no one to protect me, no one, no one to protect me. And I'm watching this woman broken, screaming, crying, cannot get out of bed. And I'm by myself. And this is a memory I've always had, but I, what I never allowed in were the feelings that I was feeling in that moment. And I was sharing with someone yesterday that yesterday that I could not acknowledge fear for if I acknowledged fear, I wouldn't have been able to survive. It's my disassociating from that fear, the pain, the trauma. And this is how victims of abuse and trauma survive. We disassociate. And so as all this integration has come into my life and all the, the events and 
the feelings of utter dirtiness and filth and tar and all these things that I've integrated. The last thing for me to integrate was me acknowledging <laughs> for myself, being my own witness that I was afraid. And I was stuck in this um, feeling and I was feeling very low, very dense and, and, and heavy. And all of a sudden I felt this hand on my head. And it was incredible as I'm sitting there in this experience, I felt this hand on my head and this hand on my head was like pulling me up out of the darkness, out of as if we're supposed to live on the hundredth floor of a building, you know, with, with access to look around. And I was down in the basement. Um, he, this hand was pulling me back up to the hundredth floor. And I won't even say the surface because it wasn't a basement so much as it was, it was low, but regardless, this hand was pulling me up out of that. And finally I came out of it and I look up and there's this beautiful brother of mine. Actually, I've had him on the podcast, Larry, um, who, who, uh, was the one who went to federal prison and, and came out. He was there with me and, and uh, he held my hand and his or head. And as soon as he took his hand off my head, it started pouring down raining. I mean, raining harder than I've ever experienced it in my life, where just sheets of rain were coming, uh, the complete sheets of rain were coming off the side of this building. And it was an incredible experience. And what I'm talking about right now is not <laughs> so much my experience, but us truly giving ourselves permission to acknowledge that we are afraid when we are afraid that we are afraid. Um, it's like, what, what do we get shamed uh, with at school when you're young and you're with your friends in school, they call kids. I mean, they don't, I don't think they use this vernacular anymore, but it's like, Oh, you're chicken or you're scared or you're a baby or, Oh, look at them cry. Or they just shame the pain, shame, the pain, shame, the pain, shame, the pain. So even amongst our peers, not in just the home life, but amongst our peers, we learn very early on. Oh, nope. Bottle it up. Suck it up. Don't let anyone see it. So all that pain gets shoved down so deep, so deep. So pain, fear, confusion, all these just traumas get just jammed deep into the depth of our gut, which houses our soul. So I acknowledged that I was afraid. It was an incredible, um, and I talked about it. I, I had never one time acknowledged that I felt fear. Even though fear was the, the ruling paradigm of my life up until up until I gave my TED talk in 2019. That was the first time in getting off that stage that I felt the energy shift. I can feel it right now. Um so I bring this up to say that I come back from this weekend and my wife had a health scare. And she was scared. I was scared. My children were scared. And, and we're in the process of right now ensuring that everything is good. And I know everything will be good. However, I came back, experienced it at home, and I felt, again, afraid. 
And I reached out to the group and I let them know that I am feeling afraid. And if they could send their blessings and their love and their prayers and healing energy. And it was so incredibly liberating for me to share with people who had just held space. We'd held space for each other and, and created this incredible weekend together that I am afraid. That's what I said. I am afraid. And they held me and I got a message this morning and they said, in fact, I'm going to read it because it's so beautiful how this co-creation that we get to um, create here on earth together with each other works. So I said, um, I let the group know it wasn't until this past weekend with all of you that I actually could admit literally for the first time in my life that I was afraid. I no longer have to disassociate disassociate from my fear, but instead can release it and allow myself to be held from a family that I've been searching for my whole life. I thank you each individually for the love and beautiful energy you've shared. My heart is open to receive. And one of these beautiful sisters responded back and this just blew me away. And I thought, this is what we as humanity are missing the gifts of love in exchange from one another. Here is what she responded with. Thank you for receiving. I have recently learned the value of that gift. We, our soul family, have been here all along, but somehow this was the exact time it needed to be revealed in a monumental way. I can't explain it, nor do I need to, but I feel we are all forever, will for all forever be connected and provide each other exactly what we need at the exact time it's needed. Um. The courageous giant revealed in no small part, I believe, um, somehow connected to uh, the birth of all. So what I'm saying is because I shared that I was afraid and I allowed this group of beautiful souls to hold that and, and hold me in that and send me love, they were able to let their gifts flow and I was able to receive it. And because they would receive me saying that I was afraid, they held it and I was able to receive their love. And it all comes down to us in the most simple way saying finally to ourselves for the very first time, I believe is that we are afraid. So much I have talked about in this podcast is Fear and love truly are the opposites. The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. All fear. The number one most ignored word in our conscious mind is the word all. I used to preach this. The most ignored word in the Bible is the word all. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. All. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all. The heart, soul, mind, and strength. All is the most ignored word in the Bible. But perhaps it's the most ignored word in our own vernacular as well to say to ourselves that we are afraid. And we've been afraid in all these different scenarios of our life or currently. 
And I've talked about, you know, and bringing back the word all is like perfect love drives out all fear, but we've had fear. So we know we're lacking perfect love. And I've talked about it from this conceptual um, paradigm, but bringing it down to the very simplistic form is to say to one another, I am afraid. Can you hold me? Energetically, physically, however that may be, but I am afraid. I don't need fear to rule me. In fact, when we do the work, we can say, I am afraid and know that fear is not the ruling paradigm, but there is this seed that must come out and be removed. And it can only be removed when it comes out verbally to acknowledge to ourselves and to others to create that vibrational sound to say, I am afraid in this moment, please support me in that. And just by uttering it, People can take it, absorb it, and remove it and transmute it into love, security, serenity, peace. So from this weekend, <laughs> me having this experience and looking at that 12-year-old boy that I was, and I'm not actually looking at him, still looking in the first person memory through my eyes that I, that I remember. But instead of focusing on my mom, I was able to focus on my own feelings. And my own feelings were I was afraid. I was always afraid. Not just of my mom, most of my dad. But I was afraid because I had no one there. Now, this is not about me. But what this is, is me sharing my journey with you of going down deeper into the truth and core. So that I don't have a vibration that is out of alignment to the stillness and awareness of myself. Truly, the stillness. The stillness, dear brothers and sisters, the stillness is where, in that place, we have clear vision. Clear vision to see what is and what is not in alignment. What is and what is not what we want to create in this world. What we want to receive in this world. How we want to fit into the greater context, fabric, story of this world. All comes from the stillness. So the less we are able to go down deep and really answer the very truth of our feelings, the less we can find that stillness. But the more we do, we get to this place of stillness. And I don't know how many times you've been in meetings or been on calls where you're with someone and the energy is just frenetic and you can feel the frenetic energy. And you get to and I get to just hold space for these dear souls that have yet to heal. But when they're in your presence, they will not forget your presence. They will not forget how you made them feel, even if they forget what you said. And it is the impression of our soul upon another that makes the imprint on that soul know there is a North Star somewhere out there different from the course that I've been on. The people that speak a certain language and keep us down and are constantly against all things. When you 
who are doing the healing, when you who are doing the work to tell the truth of your own feelings and experiences, come to that place of stillness and you make an imprint on another soul. You bring back a North star so that they can remember and calibrate, whoa, where I am going, how I am behaving, who I am interacting with is not in alignment to my soul. I know it. I felt someone who is in alignment. And ultimately, this is where I think the beautiful narrative of, of Ramda said, we're all simply walking each other home comes into play where when we can't change anyone, we can't coerce anyone, we can't alter anyone as far as forcing them to choose differently. All we can do is be our most authentic self and come into contact or as we come into contact energetically with every single person we do, we know that our souls are making an imprint and it is giving them permission to know there is a right calibration within and we can go within and we can heal. This is the love of God. This is the love of the father that at any time there is no shame. You are held and you are in complete you're in a complete safe container to do the work and to heal. Even if those who are around you, who you've chosen to subjugate yourself into their energetic fields or go into their teachings or their doctrines or their policies, where the policia will write tickets to let you know you're either in or out of the policy, you're a good policy holder. All these, all these forms. Even when we choose to go into those, the container of the father, the masculine energy that keeps us all safe within his divine love is always present. So when we detach and come out of that place, we can actually remember that at any moment we can heal at any moment we can realign at any moment we can walk in the infinite which is never ending and the unconditional which has no end boundary condition it is simply is it simply is and because it is we are and because we are we can bathe in it and I said this to a beautiful soul, beautiful soul Joyce this past weekend, to bathe in the infinite and unconditional love of God thoroughly and thoroughly. Thoroughly and thoroughly. From all dimensions of all timelines of every gene and cell and chromosome, all of our consciousness can be bathed thoroughly and thoroughly in the love of God. And it is our job to seek that out. And as we seek it out, remember where we are, experience what comes up for us, what is and what is not in alignment to the love that we are walking in. And if it's if something comes up that's not in alignment, 
We honor it. We acknowledge it. We speak it forth and we release it. And in that sweet release, we are made free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberation. There is freedom. So my dear brother and sister, I share this with you that it may be a blessing for you in that you need not think of what others care about you. You need not think about what others think about you. You need not bother with anyone else, be it spouse, children, friends, family, coworkers, anyone you come in contact with. What you must, though, be about is where you are in the truth of acknowledging your true feelings, your truest experiences from this point all the way back to your earliest memories so that we may bring all that pain forth and out of our mouth to create more space to receive love, receive the love of God, also receive the love of others who can hold that for us. This is the beauty. This is the beauty of humanity. This is the beauty of humanity. And because humanity is so beautiful, there are forces who have done everything they can to try to get us to forget or just be distracted or sadly to inflict pain upon ourselves. However, we are remembering who we are. And to remember is to put back in order the member of the body the member of the individual and the member of the collective in a right order because humanity is so beautiful. We are so beautiful. You are so beautiful, dear brother and sister, wherever you are, wherever you are around the world, you are beautiful. You are loved. You are seen. You are known. You are heard. And most importantly, you are the liberator you are the one who holds the key. See, Jesus showed us how to do it. He went and prayed to the Father and said, these things that are upon me, if it may so, let it pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Well, what is the will of the Father? The will of the Father is that we are free to walk in his love. So when we are walking in liberation, we are walking in that love. God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And as we walk in the light, as he is in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And we are washed clean in that thoroughly and thoroughly. We don't have to go to the particular. We have to walk in the light. We get to walk in the light. It's incredible. We are the light. <laughs> So I bless you all. I pray that this message in stillness speaks to you. And in that stillness, may you find the fire, the ash, the power of the fullness of your soul. For you are needed now, dear brother and dear sister, you're needed now.
to hold space for yourself and hold space for another. I bless you all. I thank you for listening. If no one listened, I would still share. If all of you listen, I would still share. Because you're helping make the world that I have always dreamed of, the vision of stadiums being filled, the volunteers that will have to be there to hold space for those in the stadium to heal. You are these that I have seen from the beginning of time. You are these. So I thank you and I bless you. I thank you and I bless you. Thank you and I bless you. Whatever tribe, tongue, creed you come from, whether you are a guardian of the earth or you are a messenger from the sky, wherever you fall into the gifts and callings, we are all here now. So I bless you and I thank you. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Thank you for being with me during this message. I bless you all. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.